0: You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray, pre-med Q&A. Ask Dr. Gray, pre-med Q&A, brought to you by Blueprint MCAT. How are you doing today?
1: I'm all right. How are you?
0: I am wonderful. What can I help you with?
1: Um, Basically, I need some help with my course planning. Um, I'm a pre-med that came from an engineering background and... Um, didn't have the best like first two years of my undergrad and I'm just, um, trying to plan out how to best use the rest so I can uh, get my upfront trend going and stuff like that.
0: Okay. So what, what question do you have? What specific question?
1: Um, I don't know. I guess I just want to like, okay, hold on. (laughs) I'm so sorry. It's okay. Um, I was gonna say so. My first two years, um, my GPA, um, it's at about a 2.5, and I have sw- since switched my major to chemistry. And I'm just wondering, like, what I should do to make up for that. Like, I, I find myself um kind of like, sorry, I'm I i do not know what I'm. Saying. <laughs> um, I was gonna say. I don't know, I guess, like, hold on. <laughs> one second. I don't know, I guess I'm just kind of like struggling with like having the confidence that this can all work out and
0: Yeah. So, uh, and and that's what I figured
1: your,
0: your question has nothing to do with course planning and your question has everything to do with um, the the imposter syndrome or fear that you've kind of blown your chance and um, all of that good stuff. All right. So let's get to the root of the question here. So, um, the, the answer is it's never too late. Um, the only time it's too late is when you give up. And so if you struggled early on with your grades, guess what? You just need to take more classes to prove to medical schools, hey, that's not me anymore. Right? And, and I see it all the time where students struggle with with their grades because they're in the wrong career path. They're in the not necessarily the wrong major, which for you, you were in a major that is a very career defining major, right? To be an engineer, you have to take engineering classes. And so you were going down a path that you probably were not happy with. And so it showed in your classes, not that you're not a good student, but you just weren't showing up because you didn't want to be there. And potentially, right? And that's that's just one assumption because I see it all the time. And then as soon as someone goes, what the heck am I doing? I don't want to be an engineer. I don't want to do this. And that's potentially why my grades are bad. I'm going to go do this other thing that I want to do. I want to go be a doctor. And so you switch majors. And all of a sudden you start getting good grades and it's like, oh, right? Not that you couldn't yeah. be an engineer. You weren't passionate about being an engineer. You're passionate about going to medical school. And yes, you have to get good grades to go into medical school. So there's that obviously extra incentive to do well in your classes. But all of a sudden you're showing up and you're interested and you're passionate and, and you're motivated to go down this path to get into medical school, to be a physician, to, to have this career that now you're excited about. And so you show up and you do good, right? And and it shows in your grades. And medical schools go, Oh, you're not that student. You're this student. And yeah, you may need an extra year of classes to potentially continue that trend. And your overall GPA might not be super sexy. Maybe it's only a three, four, maybe a three five. But your last several years of, of classes are three seven three eight three nine type grades, and the medical schools see that.
1: Mm-hmm. And does that resonate? There, yeah, that does resonate. And also, I don't know that it wasn't like that. I like that I didn't want to go down that path. I just I also have ADHD that I was not aware of, and now I've since like been able to find better coping mechanisms for that, and so. This past summer, um, what I was a mechanical engineering major, and I had an internship. And then after two weeks, I was like, I cannot do this. I don't care about machines. I care about people. <laughs> and so, right then and there, I was like, okay, I'm going to take OChem. If I if I can do good in this class, then maybe I can keep going. Um,
0: to always OChem. Why why do we use <laughs> OChem as the gatekeeper? Like, if you're not know. good at OChem, you're not going to be a good doctor. If you're good at OChem, you're going to be a good doctor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like it's like it's it's a pretty good weed, weed out class, you know, <laughs> like it trips up a lot of people. So I don't know, just doing well in that class gave me kind of a sense of hope that it was going to be okay. But then now at the same time, I'm looking back at it, I'm like, oh wait, what what kind of narrative am I like showing to med school? Like what when I when things get tough, I just kind of give up, like. <laughs>
0: No, because but but again, it, you didn't give up. You cha- you changed career paths, and and so it's whatever narrative you want to spin and whatever your truth is. But again, I, I've seen it time and time again where students struggle because they're not just they're not where they want to be. And you said it mm-hmm. yourself, You're like I don't care about machines; I care about people. <laughs> right.
1: And then, like the other thing is, I was like, I was pretty involved, like with extracurriculars and stuff, and. I had this leadership position, and over the summer I just I can't do anymore. I need to scale back, and I I quit a bunch of extracurriculars, and that's the only thing. I'm like, now I'm kind of regretting it because that's really like things got tough. I gave up, you know.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I think think I think you're I think you're demonizing yourself too much, and you're not giving yourself grace. We are allowed as human beings to change our mind, right? You you're equating changing your mind to giving up. It's not the same thing, right? We're allowed to go, oh, shoot, I took on way too much responsibility. I need to stop something. That's not giving up. That's actually using really good judgment and going, what's my priority? What do I need to focus on? And I'm going to cut the dead weight.
1: Yeah. Stop
0: demonizing yourself.
1: (laughs) I feel like it's always just like I'll cut back and then I'll reflect on it and be like, oh, I feel bad. Let's add more things back now. Like now, now I'm looking at my courses I'm like, okay, oh, should I add a minor in comp sci? I already have a few of those classes done. Like, oh, I need to pick up research. I need to pick up that. I'm like, I just don't know where to focus my efforts and
0: getting good grades. That's your goal. You you have, you have, you have three goals. Number one, be a good human being, right? That includes taking care of yourself and and everyone around you who matters to you. Number two, get good grades. Number three, because you want to go to med school seemingly, you should be proving to yourself that you do want to go to medical school, that you do want to become a physician, that you understand this role that you're getting yourself into and that you do understand that you like taking care of sick people. And so those last two involve getting clinical experience does it have to be 20 hours a week no right a half a day a week over the course of several several years adds up to a lot of time so if you can get like a day a week two days a week that fits into your schedule that's not going to overburden you and uh affect your grades and affect your well-being awesome do that get some shadowing experience again doesn't have to be 10 hours a week it can be a half a day every couple weeks to to just expose yourself to the world of medicine through the lens of physician work and seeing what they do day in and day out it's not as sexy as media and television make it out to be right mm-hmm. so you need to make sure that that's what you want to do while also getting good grades while also taking your taking care of yourself that's your priority and then you start layering on once you once you have that sort of Uh, stability in your life and and you're, you're managing well doing that, then you go, Oh yeah, there's, there's this opportunity, not because it's going to look good on my application, but because it's something I'm super passionate about. I want to go explore that thing. And Mm -hmm. then if you need to quit it in your words, right. Then, then you quit. You're like, Oh, actually I don't like this. I'm going to stop doing that. But
1: then I run into the issue of like, I know you're always talk about consistency, like it's consistency in the
0: most important long-term. things, in the <laughs> most important things, clinical experience and shadowing and consistency doesn't mean the same thing the whole time. It means that you're exposing yourself to patients in any way possible consistently over time. Now, that doesn't mean if you're in a scribe position and you hate being a scribe, that you stay a scribe because Dr. Gray said consistency is important. No, you stop being a scribe and you go be an EMT if that's more uh, your speed, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. N- nowhere did I say stay in what you're doing, even if you're miserable because of consistency. <laughs> I, get, I get misinterpreted all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that makes sense. <laughs> Um, and then what was I was going to say in terms of like post-grad plans, uh, mm-hmm. what would be appropriate? Cause I'm, I'm majoring in chemistry. I'm, I'm going to have most of them because it's done. Would it be more appropriate to do like a DIY post back or try to do one of those S&P's or yeah, there's... Know get expensive, but. I don't
0: know. there's no right or wrong there. Um, you can do a do it yourself post back. You could just delay graduation and keep taking classes at your current university. There's, there are several different ways to do it. One's not better than the other. Um, it just depends on what works for you and your schedule, your budget, all of that stuff. Y- yes. SMPs are very expensive. Um, very, very expensive. I I don't understand why. So, um, if you can take classes for a a lot cheaper per credit at an undergrad institution to, to continue to take upper division undergrad courses, that's what I would recommend because it seems like the majority of med schools out there care more about undergraduate level classes than master's level classes.
1: Okay. Gotcha.
0: Um, what What are you doing for MCAT prep?
1: Um, that's, that was the thing. I think I'm going to wait until like after I take more coursework. Yeah. Cause I, why would I take it now just to have a bad score and have to submit all of them to med school? It's like, I'd rather wait until I've got all the base. Perfect. And then I don't know, not wait as long as possible because you don't want to run to the last minute application stuff, but yeah. Perfect.
0: Yeah. So just think about, um, Ideally, when you would start medical school, go back a year prior to that. So let's say 2026, randomly, you're going to start med school. That means you'd be taking the MCAT, ideally kind of January, March, April of 2025. So the year before you would start just for timing purposes. So, And then you'd be studying three, four, five months before that. So uh, it it creeps up on you very quickly uh, when that comes. So, yeah. And then... Uh, our sponsor Blueprint MCAT, if you just go to blueprintmcat.com, get their free account, and they have an, an awesome study planner tool to help you figure out your, your study
1: schedule. Yep. Um, okay. So, then what I'm taking from this, like the rest of undergrad, I should just try and scale back as much as possible so I can focus my efforts on getting good grades. And then
0: your primary goal is to get good grades, especially from where you're starting from. So that, that's your number one goal. And then number two goal, well, number one goal is take care of yourself first and foremost, right? Um, the 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 standard cliche, put the oxygen mask on yourself before uh, your kid. Um, when you're on your, the airplane, write the oxygen mask first for you, take care of yourself. Number two, good grades. Number three, prove to yourself that you want to be a doctor. Clinical experience, shadowing. Yeah. And then layer on whatever else you can, when you can, if you want to.
1: I'm just having, I'm having a hard time getting myself to like scale back and like not. Well, that's because, that's like, because you
0: frame it all yeah. in, in the, the lens of giving up. Right. And and that's probably not you speaking. That's probably your parents or other people giving you a hard time or just what was modeled for you or <laughs> your expectations in life. And so everything is framed around giving up and, and that's just, it's eating at you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 'Cause I'm like, okay, I went from biomedical engineering to mechanical to chemistry. You're like that's not I feel like that's not as good in my head, so I'm like, I need to pick up a bunch of minors, I need to do a bunch of research, I need to keep
0: Good good according to who?
1: To <laughs> what?
0: Good according to who?
1: Myself, I guess.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not yourself.
1: Uh I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah stop giving yourself a hard time.
1: Okay. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I just need to reframe, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Which is rough, but
0: Yeah. You need you need some battle, I guess. you need some good cheerleaders around you to help support you through this process. <laughs> that that aren't going to give you a hard time. Right? I could just picture you and again, it could be way off course, but I could picture you calling a family member going, hey, I, I'm I'm switching from mechanical to chemistry and, and just being read the riot act of like, oh, what are you? Why are you quitting? Are you not good enough or whatever? And it's just like, <laughs> it's just in your head.
1: No, yeah, I mean, and then it's also like, I know I have a few friends and a few people like they know about like my track record academically. And then sometimes I get hit with like, oh, you're never going to do it. Like, <laughs> and so that's not always the most yeah. No, you don't you exactly don't
0: need those people in your life or you don't need to be having those conversations with those people.
1: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um what was I say? I think that's like it's pretty much what I had. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Mostly. Well, good luck. Thank you so much. Give
0: yourself some grace. Stop giving yourself a hard time. <laughs> it's not quitting, it's not giving up. It's just constant course correction is, is the, the kind of language that I've always used. I don't, I don't use it often enough anymore, but that's all you're doing is you're constantly course correcting going, yeah, no, I don't like that. Yeah, no, I don't like that. Ooh, this looks good. Oh yeah, maybe not. I'll go do this. And then, yeah, oh, this is, this is the one. And then you're on that for a while. And then you're just constantly checking in and making sure you're, you're okay with where you're going. Yep. Course correction, not giving up.
1: Correction. direction yes pivoting
0: <laughs> pivoting that's all it is
1: that's a good way to put it thank you so much
0: <laughs> thank you so much for joining me here on ask dr gray pre-med q a did you know that we record these live on facebook at 3 p.m eastern on most weekdays search for medical school hq on facebook and like the page to be notified Don't forget to check out our amazing Facebook group, The Hangout, at medicalschoolhq.net slash group.